Hello, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of We're All Set, the podcast. My name is Kayla. Yo. Martinez. You already know it's your boy, Free. What's good, yo? We in the building, Rich Head. What's up? Um, what are we doing? What are we talking about today, yo? Another special episode. We're still all locked up. We're still all imprisoned in our own homes. <laughs> very soon, though. Barely. Barely. Very soon, though. I feel like we're not going to be talking about this anymore because um, Atlanta, Georgia. No, not Atlanta. I'm sorry. Georgia. The state of Georgia. The state of Georgia is opening. Actually, it opened a few days ago, but it's just going to continue. We're in phase one. It's about to be lit. Georgia's about to be lit. (laughs) Kemp said it's it's lit. Fuck y'all talking about. Kemp said it's lit. So we just going to get into that because everybody got concerns. Kemp said, I really don't give a fuck what Keisha talking about. Shit is open. <laughs> Not only did he say he doesn't give a fuck what Keisha's talking about, but this is a moment, because I know, as a black person, and I know this is very terrible, I don't really know politics, and I don't, I've, I'm always confused with, like, who has what ownership over what. And I know this, when, when the government speaks and the mayor just has to sit under him and just smile and nod, that shit is sad. So it just, it just makes me like, damn, we, I really thought I was pushing for Keisha Bottoms, but then I realized she really ain't got no say-so or nothing. You're only the, and not only that she's only the mayor of Atlanta. So when once you cross over into Decatur, it's no longer her anymore. She can make yeah, like she can so make like city regulations. You know, bullshit. What I mean? Just and then right under her is the city council, which could be anybody who wants to apply. So this was really that put that in perspective for me. But yeah, Governor Kemp said no. And we all know that Governor Kemp is special because he is Governor Kemp is I don't want to call yeah, him a Trump. puppet, but he loves Trump more than Trump loves him. You know, I think he's a real just mega supporter. So I think that as soon as Trump said. Let's start opening back up. He was just trying to ride his dick like, all right, all right, open, yeah. it, open I mean, it. I mean, let's be... We and then be Trump real. shitted on him and responded and said he didn't agree with if the if governor of Georgia. At, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the numbers, though, Georgia's not really that badly affected. Let me tell you who's issue. not really badly affected. Nobody. These numbers are not high. And I hate to be the person that keeps doing this, but everyone keeps wondering why I don't press it. Because if we you're more it's more dangerous for you to get in your car and drive to where the fuck you're going. The rate of car accidents and deaths in car accidents is higher than the rate of the COVID-19. I, do, I literally do not know anybody who was affected. Now, people have probably been sick, which I don't even know anybody who's been sick. But if they were, I don't know anyone who died. I may hear of a friend of a friend's friend, but it's, the numbers are really not that ridiculous. The flu numbers are just as high as COVID-19. So I really think it's all overdone any fucking way. I'm tired mad people's death. Yeah. In New York, it is an issue. Every single day, every single day, I see a new RIP go up on my on my shit. That's every true. I, I know New York every City day. is a different situation. New York is like it's so much zone. more compact. It's definitely. Dead. But we live in Georgia, and it's not a thing here. It's just not. Um, so we were concerned about them opening up Lennox. I'm not really concerned. That's our mall here. I'm really concerned. I'm not concerned per se for my safety. I'm more so concerned as far as like how how they're gonna go about it. Like, are they gonna be doing two people in the store, a couple people in the store? Because I'll keep it a buck. I was thirsty. I went and got a manicure and a pedicure on Saturday, but I had to get an appointment, and they was only letting two niggas in at a time. And a white lady tried to pull up, and there was another like white lady that was getting her nails done with me, and she started flipping on her because she didn't have a mask on. So like, it's I try to be sensitive and try to you know what I'm saying, be cognizant of other people around me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, make people feel safe because you know everybody masked up. So you know I go mask off for the most part if I go into these stores and things of that nature. But I just want to know how they're gonna operate with, with the malls because the malls is a crowded place, and I want to know like how they gonna do the strip clubs. Are they gonna be dancing with masks? On? I just don't understand why. Why is that serious? Like, like I understand why people want to um haircuts and nails for people upkeep hygiene and things of that nature. But the mall, like, what's in the like clothes? We need to we need to buy a new fit right now. Like, what is like what? I don't see the point right now. Like, it's gonna have it's gotta happen, but. 
right now, like, why wouldn't you wait for the numbers to dwindle? Like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like George, I feel like they kind of low key. Georgia's like a big petri dish right now. Like, they just experimenting with Georgia. Like, yo, let's just see what happens. Like, open anything up and just see mm. what the fuck goes on. Like, that's what they doing. Like, we don't get into that because I, I do believe that. I mean, that could be a thing. But this my thing though. I ain't gonna cut you off. Mm-mm. What at some shit gonna have to open up and shit gonna have to get back to normal. So at the end of the day, like. I don't think like the corona shit just gonna be automatically eradicated like they don't got a cure they don't got nothing they could spray in the air and then the shit goes away so it's like they're gonna have to eventually open shit back up under the circumstances yeah, so I agree. you know what I mean it's yeah, like what are you gonna I do feel like, I feel like they should open up shit that's like more important yeah like open up all the important shit that people need for their own sanity the and their own hygiene and shit up. the courthouse is yeah. open up the so how you gonna open them all before you open the motherfucking and, courthouse and everybody kept saying shit like you know they opened up black people stuff salons and barbershops and they should open up white people shit like tanning salons yeah, and country clubs. The but go- the reality is the golf is club no. open? The point is when they open up the government buildings is when I feel more comfortable. Yeah. So how you how you see that's what I'm saying. There's some straight fucking experiment Weird shit. shit. That's how true. you open a hair salon? But I'm about you to open tell you up why, the mall, you but you won't though. open up the government building. The president said our president is a man about his business. And that's it. He's not for the people, he's for money, he's for uh-huh. the economy. I mean, and he said our economy health is just as important as our citizens being health. for the people is being for the money though you cannot be for the people if you're not for the money most of the oh, mo- yeah, America yeah, yeah, most yeah, America yeah. is propped up on small business exactly. you if, if, if you if you if you stop them people from doing business for months in a row you will destroy their you will destroy what America is absolutely and that's why I say this <laughs> to opening up all the businesses we, if, if we can have it under control we may not have a vaccine we have it under control so if we can honestly stay away from each other keep things clean keep sanitizing why can't we function yeah, if I, I think that it's not a bad idea if I own a business where 20 people die from coronavirus I'm not with the, my shit being closed for 3 months cause 20 people are dead like mm-hmm. hell no like that shit crazy like come on now the whole country this shit is only a problem in like 3 cities bro yep exactly. like you know what I'm saying like come on be the so whole I country. agree with lifting it I mean I just haven't I don't know like I got a friend, like speaking of small business, he got a like a small gym situation that he owns and operates, and he told me he had to furlough a bunch of employees. But he looking at it like he can't wait to get back to work, cause he like listen, like I'll take my chances. Who are we to tell him like, if, if if people want to set their own guidelines? Like this is a man, cause it's a free country, right? Like this is what this is what we built upon. Yeah. So who are we to say like you know what I mean like my barber? He said he not opening up. I respect it, but there's other niggas that say they are That's opening up. That's his personal decision, and decision. we should all have the right to make our own personal yeah. decisions as free living adults Absolutely. in the world. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. You know, some people don't even think the corona shit is really real. So, yeah. like, what are we going to tell them? Like, yeah. just stay in the house forever? Like, yeah. I mean, niggas got to come out. Like I, feel I, said. Like, I feel like there should just, there are ways around it, and we're now, we're all intelligent individuals. You know how to conduct yourself. So, I will say this. For my job, we're opening back up, and we're about to start back filming movies. Mm-mm. And Mr. Perry came up. I work for Tyler Perry Studios, in case anyone doesn't know. So, I work under Mr. Perry as his <laughs> So, Mr. Perry's idea is that, um, you know, the, the the space that we work in is similar to a compound. You know, it's like getting into the airport. You got to get searched. You have to have badges. It's really hard to get in. So they're telling us that we're all going to be tested and everyone who tests negative can come onto the compound and we're going to be quarantined together where we can't leave Whoa. the studios for That's 15 days. Damn. Wow. So it's only going to be like half of our usual. You know, we have they, a They're going to pay y'all niggas extra for that? Yep, we're getting paid extra. Oh, 
And um, and now, you know, we get tested for free and we get to just live on the compound. So now they're going to give us unlimited food, um, housing, everything is all, of course, taken care of in a per diem. Yeah, so Tyler Perry said there's no reason for us to stop working. There's no reason for my people to not make money, especially if they're healthy, you know? And I just big ups to him. But but that's an example of how I think society should flow. Like, if why can't the mall open if we do only let six people into a store at once? Or we do just move cautiously. I seen a commercial on my Instagram last night for for um for coronavirus testing. I'm like, yo, why y'all advertising? Oh, because it's it gonna turn anything to business. It's that sick. shit was weird. It's fucking sick. I'm like, why y'all advertising this? You would like, think that if they were really trying to save us as humans, as humanity and humanity, it would just be something they're just doing. But you know, but, but they don't. But at the end of the day, there's no such thing as a coronavirus test, though. So this whole this shit is wacky. Bro. I mean, it's really all over. It really shows <laughs> us how. We don't have like, we have to keep, We have to remember. I'm not oh, taking no tests. We got to keep on. I would not take it anyway. Exactly. I'm not taking Why? Why do you don't want to Because the test it. is bullshit. It's, for one, there's no such thing as a coronavirus test. And when you're taking this test, you don't know what's on the test. Yo, you know China has sent over like 100,000 testing kits that was already contaminated with the virus? Yeah, I just seen on the news. You ain't seen that, that on the news? I just seen on the news, too. Yesterday, it was talking about how, like, it was like an independent news source, too. So let me throw that out there. Like, a lot of, like, yeah, hospitals yeah. make more money. They make money when yeah. they put you on a ventilator and say you have yeah. a positive test. Of course. So I can't really trust anything and that's it, going it, on. For them, for yeah. the, to say, when they say you died from COVID, every time they put it, I, that's, I, I touched on this last week, last episode. Anytime that they put that... On your shit the, the federal government Is gonna fund Every hospital That treated COVID-19 patients And the more patients You have Is the more money You gonna make Like That's yeah. just That's just, that's what, just it is. what it is Every single person That dies If you te- Like for one The tests already fake And giving mad false positives Everybody that died They testing them After the fact Like oh he had corona Give him put it Say he died Cause of coronavirus Niggas dying from All type of other shit They just like Yo fuck it Just say he had corona too Cause it's the money it's the money, John. Huh? Are you, you gonna be at Linux? You gonna get some new white white tees? No, I don't, there's nothing in Linux I need. B. I, was I don't, say, I don't need, need it. I'm cool. I but don't. I am gonna. Um, I'm cool. I can't think of something else because I, I, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I live in Midtown Atlanta where we've been functioning. I nothing. Every is, time I walk by establishment, niggas be on the patio and yeah, all that. Yeah, they still that. serve drinks <laughs> on the street. All we do is respect each other's space. That's why Atlanta's numbers are not really going crazy. I mean, they're going up like every, everybody else. Every but. single spot is just like, yo, to go wine, to go big. Um, it looks like Venice Beach if you live in LA. Like, it's the same type of idea yeah. in Piedmont Park. It's like people are out. So I'm not affected anymore. Besides, I just want to, I, I like my job. I want to go back to work. But other than that, yeah. I'm kind of content with the quarantine. So I ain't tripping. I just, I just feel like the human interaction been mad weird ever since all this shit started. Yeah, be like, because I hate the fact that I'm being in a grocery store or something. People just be like, so it's just weird, bro. I was getting on my elevator in my building. And the elevator comes in, the doors open, so I go to step on, and this white man, not because he's white, that doesn't matter, I was just describing the situation, but he puts his hand up and goes, I'm sorry, how many is it to the elevator? How many and I was, how many, how many people to an elevator? <laughs> and I said, I said, okay, do you want me to step off? He said, if you don't mind. What you mean? He didn't want me to get on the elevator with him because it, it, he wants a social distance. Man... And I felt like this. First of the fucking all, if you don't want to be born there, you get the you fuck get off the fuck and off, let me get bro. on. Fuck out of here. But it made me go, okay, I think I'm about to start feeling irritated by this shit. Bruh, like the other I day, nah, had to get off. The other For day, no, my nigga, no funny, no funny shit. I'm, 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 I'm in my parking deck. I'm about to get on that. I hit the elevator button. I'm about to go upstairs. Fucking, fuck that. I'm saying, fucking cracker. Nigga come down. <laughs> homie come out. The elevator open. Cracker nigga sees me. 
he gonna turn sideways and like get wild against the door coming out the door, like coming out the elevator door. Like I'm trying to come in and he gonna go turn sideways and go get mad extra. I'm like, yo, homie, like, that was the most extra shit. Like you think though. that was gonna save you from getting fucking corona? I, I hope that maybe that he nigga. has some sort of a, a, a terminal illness where if he gets it, he, it's over for him. You know? He was just a weirdo. Or a lot of old people are white boy really scared. Long because long I'm not gonna lie. I think a lot of us young people have already even had it, went through it. Everyone's been sick during the season. Everybody has been sick during the season. And I feel like either your immune system can handle it or you can't. But it feels good for us because we're in that playing field where more than likely we can overcome it. We're healthy people. Yeah, but I'm imagine sure. being one of those that's like, nah, if you get it, it's probably over for you. That's the scary only, for them. But the only way, the only way to build, like, you gotta, for one, other than eating healthy and all that shit, you gotta expose yourself to germs and bacteria and viruses in order yes, to, to build your immune be system. strong enough to defeat them shits. Right? Yeah. yeah. You gotta expose yourself to that shit. I just seen someone on the, um, on the ground. A doctor was was explaining. It was like, yo, if you make everybody shelter in place for two, three months, or whatever, what's that? What that's gonna do? And make them clean everything constantly. What that's gonna do is weaken their immune system. I believe that because because then they 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 back the bacteria and, and shit in a person's body get get used to being on its own. They they get you you get more stronger from your shit coming against other bacteria and shit. That's how your shit gets stronger. So if, when you isolate people inside their crib for two, three months, and then when they come back outside to them viruses and shit that they ain't, they ain't been exposed to, that they gonna get sicker easier. Absolutely. That's valid. I'm about to post that in my story. I believe so. that. Oh, a, a doctor, I think he's from New York or something, he broke, he broke that the whole shit sense. down. That it was like a three-minute video. That don't even sound like that. That sounds about right. And it can be so extreme. What's that island called um, over near Asia? North Sentinel Island? Where those the um, the Aborigines who live there, they they've never touched, they never like been their around body, anybody. Everybody that comes they out kill over anybody, there, yeah. anybody who even comes close to their yeah. island, they kill them. Yeah. But now it's illegal to even go on the island because just us speaking to them, we can give them something that yeah. their bodies can't handle. Exactly, because so it'll be an instant death. They haven't been. Um, so it's almost like murder. Dealt with just to all give in their presence. Exactly, because they haven't been. So that's niggas. a good example of how what you, you gotta, just said. You got to come come around when you come around different people that have been around different shit. You got to you taking their bacteria yep, and shit. That's how you. That's how you get strong. I mean, then that's all the vaccine really is. It's just putting a little bit in your body so your body can fight it. Exactly. Really, that's what it's supposed to be, at least. Yeah, but we don't know what the fuck. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck is in them all shits. Right, um, for you have a child. Um, I have a two-year-old. Um, are you going to put um, her... Are you going to get her vaccine for the flu or for COVID? Nah. Neither? Nah. What if they tell you you can't put your kid in public school without it? Then what? Cross that bridge. <laughs> you know a lot of people are that. saying that. You know they're going to do that. Then they already started that. Like, if you not, if you don't have certain vaccines, your kids can't go to public school. Yeah, that's true. I know it's, I know it like with private and child, it's different shit. I mean, honestly, I think it was thinking about going homeschool route. So we'll see, we'll figure it out. But you gotta, is the mother ready and equipped to educate her full time? Because let me tell you something. Since this COVID nineteen, I took in a lot of my, my nieces, nephews. I've been doing, I've been playing fucking teacher, and I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot of fun. homeschooling makes kids socially awkward as fuck. Yes, too. it does. It makes them weird. It makes them very weird. Kids gotta get out the house. Facts. And yeah. kids, and, and kids gotta learn from somebody who's really not wants you. to do that shit. Yeah, that's true. Luckily for me, I'm really into like education, so it's fun for me. But I can imagine how most moms, it's not for you. That's yeah. why teachers are teachers I can see and the, doctors are doctors. I can see the child abuse everybody. is probably skyrocketing right now. Oh, it has to it's be. probably little little six year olds getting that shit slapped out of them right question. now. Like, you don't know two plus two, you little fuck. Blah. You're saying <laughs> that shit, and we're laughing, but dead. Domestic abuse is up, so I don't see why child abuse wouldn't be right there with it. Mom is sitting. There with the glass of wine, 
Like, yo, you don't know three plus three, you dumb fuck. It makes me feel <laughs> it's hard. You really have to be patient. You have to want to motivate your children. And that yeah. shit sounds easy, but it is very hard. Because the kids love to say, I don't want to, because they're not in their environment. They're not They're not in school. They're at home. And they feel like this is odd to be at home doing this shit. I literally have to make, you know, give them incentives to take them away just to make them do work that they do usually. But all that alone takes patience. And not only that, you have to know the material. My nephew who's here with me, he's in the eighth grade. So the stuff they're learning in eighth grade, we're talking about real formulas, real algebra, real, you know, real science. Yeah. And I have to go back to the periodic table in my mind, like, damn, do I remember how to get the formula for volume and all that shit? I'm really t- touching back on that. I have to, I have to that research it not- before. The day before he does his class, I go and go through his classes before he does it the next morning, yeah. just so I can know what I'm talking about to speak to him with confidence. I was a, I was a GED. Everybody not doing that shit. I was a GED tutor for a little while. That shit is hard. Like teaching somebody. Like, I got teaching, a six-year-old teaching, teaching how to read. Cause a lot of shit, a lot of shit that a lot of math, I realized that I just did in my brain. I just knew it, and I couldn't, I couldn't explain how I knew it. But I knew how to solve the problems. But like to teach it to somebody, it is it's so moment. hard because it's like I know how to. I just know. I just know how to do it. I can't yeah. really tell you how. To, like you know what I'm saying? And I had to go back into the books and really like break down. Like this is why you carry the one. And, and if you think about it, if you think about that, Rich, it's really a professional job. So it's yeah. like the same way that I can't go into an IT tech and put together some computer bullshit. Yeah. The same way Free probably can't go into be a chef and cook some shit in the kitchen. It's just not for everybody. Yeah. So I'm only saying that because, you know, before you even consider homeschooling, being that I've experienced it, you somebody got to really have their heart into it. Mm-hmm. I, I would make the kids get up, make them go for a walk, make them get dressed for school, even though yeah. we're in home. But I that might, takes a lot on me more than them. My homegirl be homeschooling. You know, yeah, to be homeschooling the rich. But, so I might talk to her, see what she's saying. But mm-hmm. like I said, it's still early. So we just chilling. Okay, man. Young though, it's probably easy right now. Yeah. Because kids got to go through that. that. Learning how to deal with people starts in, in, in grade school. I'm trying to think. Do I know any niggas I was homeschooled? I do. I work with this guy. His name is Tony. And he's a weirdo. And he tells me to this day. (laughs) He says, I hate hate that my parents did that to me because it fucked me up. Simple things. Having a girlfriend, relationships, being around people, being confident. Just things that you learn. Because I'll be real with you. Who I was in high school is exactly who I am today in my real life. And I think that that, that, that kind of follows you in life. If you're like the, the introvert or you're the nerd or you're into this or you're the more popular kid who's outspoken. I was always the girl who wanted to um, stand up in front of the class and read aloud. And I also was the, I did the uh, morning announcements. I did this, what I'm doing right now. I'm sitting in front of a microphone now. <laughs> but in eighth grade, morning announcements? Oh, you I did the morning announcements and that is who I am to this day. And then I'm sure, you know, it just it just has a lot to do with who you become, and I think to constrict kids from that is almost like um, wrong, and not and not because they shouldn't be, only because if they're gonna jump into society, society's already so structured. You know, it's kind of scary to take. You gotta them out know of your role. You gotta know your role before you, you really jump out there. Do. And I think that what's important to me is things like getting into that, getting into a fight in school, or knowing how to stand up for yourself. Things that they would but, never experience you know, when they're being crazy sheltered. Too, like being around other people, so much different people, also is a is a is the best way to like know to learn your own strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. When you see when you see that other people, like damn, he's amazing at that shit. Yeah. I'm not amazing. But at that But if you have shit. nothing to compare yourself, yeah, then you, to, don't, you don't know, know where what you you're exactly. You know what um, I mean? last night, oh, he's gonna be so mad at me. I hope he can't hear me. But my nephew and me, <laughs> we went to um, we went to um, Sarah's what? house, my friend Sarah, Sarah Vivon, oh, and we sat so we sat at her table with her kids. And um. He's more of like a stay-at-home kind of kid. Like, he doesn't get out much, you know? He just likes to be home and playing his game. So we're sitting at the table, and she served us steak, and he couldn't cut the steak. 
Like he could, he, he didn't know how to even hold the hand, hold the, the utensils <laughs> to even. So he was started biting it, and I had to stop and go. Savage. <laughs> I had to stop and realize like it's not his fault. Yeah. He needs to get out more. He needs to be around other children. He needs to learn etiquette. He needs to learn, you yeah. know, when to speak, all that. Right. But kids don't just. They know that shit on their own. They are you, you are truly a, a product, of course. You are truly a product of your own environment. Like wherever you come from is which all you know. So you gotta really take the kids out because, and he that might sound crazy, but if we bring somebody else's kids, Sarah's kids to Paris, are they gonna know what to do? No, they don't know the Paris etiquette. So that's you know, why it's important. The environment shit. I I I do I do want to just tack onto that like be, your environment being a product of and like how important it is just to be around different people because. My mother lived in upstate New York, and my father lived in Harlem. So, like, when I would go back and forth, just the different, just interact, being able to interact with different type of kids, like that should help me today because I can sit and have a conversation Hell with some yes. white boys. What? Yeah, even, even moving and to I can a move with just different school. Even, even yeah, moving, I went to multiple schools. Fast. Even, school, even moving school. to the A, bro. When I when I came when I moved down to the A, when I went back up top, niggas was like. What the fuck? Like this nigga's a whole different nigga now. Like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't like because yeah. it's just niggas just around so much different shit. Like, you know, nah, what I'm that's saying? a fact. You like you come to, you pop. I come to the A. Niggas got sixes and coops and niggas is eighteen. Oh, that with me the fuck Big Benzes and shit. That like, me the fuck you know what I'm saying? Like that, I come back to Jersey. Like yo, fuck this shit. B. I niggas ain't getting no money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. and niggas looking at me like, what? I come back drippy. I got yeah. a, I, I, for, off the first semester, I come back drippy. I got yeah. on designer shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking true. cash shit to niggas. Niggas like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, bro, there's some shit going on down south. I don't want to get all super deep, but it lets you know, like, even as, as adults, like, when you're out in other places, it lets you know how far you're not. And I think exactly. it's important to be around people who make you feel like you really got to push yourself because mm-hmm. if you don't know what I was exists, just gonna say that. if you don't know what exists, how can you obtain it? Bruh. I remember like, um, like how can I want a Bentley if I don't even know a Bentley is a car that exists in this I world? remember coming you home. You got to be out there. I remember going home with my family for Christmas, baby. It was all a dinner table Christmas, baby. I told them we was poor. They could, they was like, yo, they were so mad, right? Yeah. I'm like, yo, you what? know we poor, right? No. Because my, my uncle and shit, they do good. They got a big house in Englewood yeah. and shit. They think they... They think they have money. Yeah. They think they're rich. Like, y'all are broke listen as fuck. Listen to me, listen to me. I had to go as extreme as to use the word poverty yeah. to my mother. I said, listen you to me. You know where I'm poverty. If, if your bank account, <laughs> listen, if your bank account is constantly going under and under and under, <laughs> that means you are living in American poverty. Okay. So stop thinking you're straight because you got this net. If you don't have a net worth, if you don't have assets, you live in poverty. Yeah. And I had to use that word to let her know how extreme it was because... That's all you know when you live in the hood. You, you don't but know. I didn't know else. it until I met motherfuckers whose parents was attorneys and senators and. Yep, I remember my friend's name was Jet. I'm like, what the fuck? You his got a trust fund? What the fuck? I went to high school and his name was Jet and his dad owned a Jet. <laughs> he probably named me after his jet. And I'm like, what do you mean? I, I couldn't even it fathom was a little it. Sm- like, a what? person could own an airplane. His name was Jet and his dad named him after that his jet. That was his little joke saying, fire. like, you probably named me after his jet. My nigga, but I, I remember freshman year, I like the nigga that lived on my floor, Anton James's brother. And like, he used to just pull up and like, he had like a new navigator. I remember that nigga. I remember yeah, that nigga. like, he was showing he up had with that, some that shit. Navy he had, he had with me. That big ass rims on him. Nigga, he had braids, right? Yeah, facts. So it would just be little shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, we had Denzel Washington. 
and son going to school. So I'm like, all right, this nigga's out here with real bread playing around. Because how do you, you expect I mean? your children to shoot for the stars and they don't know what to shoot for? They and don't know what the that, stars look like. And not only that, don't show your little black kid what some little white kids are doing because they don't identify with them. You have to show your black children other successful yeah. black people. Yeah. So they know that they can obtain it too. Exactly. And that's why when people give their testimony, when you say this is where I came from, it's so important because it makes me feel like if she did it, then why can't I? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to be real and be honest. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not really from the hood, don't say you're from the hood. Like, I know they say that Drake really isn't from what he says he's from, or Biggie, I don't know what Biggie's situation was. Mm-hmm. Be Just true to who Biggie you are. So we Biggie, yeah, where'd that come How from? Biggie come in well, it? let me tell you guys. So Biggie's mother did an interview, and she said a lot of that shit he said was made up. She said, we, we always had shit in, in a I, lot I of think she said, no, she, I that's think she how was, moms think. They she, think they were taking care of their kid. They I think, think, you know what it was? I, I seen oh. that. I, I saw the interview you talking about. She was so, just basically but, like, he always had a roof, and he had clothes. Yeah, that's what moms be thinking. Like, oh, well, I did enough for it. Like, because you a mom, you don't want to feel as though you didn't provide enough or whatever it may okay. be but it, like you had a you, typical Caribbean life B okay, okay. You, you provided a roof he had dinner every night but he, knew he wasn't knows. flea he wasn't he had no cash in his pocket he wasn't you know what I'm saying day to day regular shit yeah. but like you said he wasn't like starving he wasn't okay. living on exactly. well, we don't know because we weren't there but she said he boasted <laughs> for his music she said he boasted for his music which makes sense because you want to sell records you want to relate to the masses but I just feel like that's why it's important to say where you really came from. So people who are from there can really feel like they have an opportunity. Like, don't be fooled. Like, I'll say this too. Just in New York City, like a lot of my niggas, if you got, if you living in the city of New York, like somebody has to have a decent job. Like, let's be clear, because yeah. it's, it's still expensive. Even when I was coming up, like it wasn't wasn't cheap. Like I had a couple of niggas who pops was working in the subway. They were still making a buck thirty a year. I mean, driving a, or driving the bus in a project. Yeah. Project niggas don't have to make yeah, no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Like some niggas that was in the projects, like really live with their grandma, pops. Was in jail, moms were struck out. Like there's a couple of those, but yeah. niggas who had maybe one or two functional parents, like it wasn't too too crazy. Like you know what I mean? So I it, I feel you though. But yeah, just but being in New York, you just exposing the it. The majority of niggas that be like yo, I came came up broke and shit. They like niggas still was like we ain't had to. We wasn't wondering where dinner was coming from. Like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You just ain't have extras for extra You just ain't had no extra shit. Yeah, you just ain't had no no clothes. It wasn't you multiple, multiple. Yeah, yeah, you might have got one in the beginning, maybe one Remember in the, the summer. Kids Definitely had two pair of sneakers. Did have those issues. And I will say this too. We I'm gonna stand had up. Those issues. I my when I at a young age, my stepfather used to tell me, you like when I used to just be around certain niggas. This was in like sixth grade, and it stuck with me. He would tell me like, who was gonna be in jail when we got older? Who was gonna be decent? Yeah. And whatever the case may be. And most of the niggas that he would point to that would be in jail was niggas whose family had low resources yeah. or who parents wasn't the structure was Absolutely. wasn't there yeah. or was super minimal. A nigga so that do no make a difference. Definitely on his way to jail. Like yeah, you man. grew up and know like all the like like bro just all the. Little niggas, all the little niggas in fifth, sixth, seventh grade that they ain't had no bedtime. Yeah, that was just outside running around. Like yo, niggas, yes. niggas should be bragging Thank in school. You. Like yo, I just watched, I seen the shit last night. I'll be like, I used to be talking like, what show was that? So I never even heard of that. Like yo, come on at like midnight, yo. There's no way my mom was letting me never be awake at midnight. And it was no way not going. The it wasn't going. That is, really <laughs> that is so true. You got a little sidetrack with the. Uh, we sure did because we really talked. So we, we that was. Where did we go? We, we went from um, we right getting here. vaccines <laughs> to... Oh, nah. Let's talk, let's talk about vaccine. the fact Trump told you drink bleach. Let's that get into that. Trump, Trump <laughs> I didn't really say that. I don't like how y'all trying to bad off my candidate. Don't talk about my candidate. The fuck? He was basically saying that clearly if the disinfectants is what can stop it from carrying on in surfaces... He looked to his scientist. He looked to a doctor and he motioned to her like... 
Is there any way we can get any of that formula into us? Like, is like, there any way we can put that out? into the vaccine? Yeah, I see what he was trying to say. I don't see what the fuck he's trying to say. He was on some shit like, you know me. And man. she, let me, and then, okay, let me explain something. <laughs> and this does not just go for politics or our president. This goes for anybody in any any situation. When somebody is completely wrong and they sound really ignorant, it is important for the people around you to let you know you're wrong and to shut the fuck up. When you have yes men, it can only be detrimental to who you who you can ever become. To be a yes man is like the worst thing you could do for someone who you care about. So for him to sit there and turn to her and say, what do you think about that? And she knows it's, it's completely ridiculous. And she goes, well, no, but we could probably see. That was so hard to watch. I mean, listen, he was on the time and basically like, look, if, is there like a process where we could possibly get something that'll work like that? I think what he was trying to say is like something that'll work like how Lysol works in, in the system and it'll just eradicate the disease. Yeah, no. Uh, that's what he was that saying. That makes sense. It's common sense, nigga. Don't, don't drink and Lysol and bleach. Let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. Before I get on here oh, to our boy. podcast, I like to at least have a decent amount of knowledge to where you guys can respect my opinion. <laughs> when you are a president of the United States of fucking America, he expects y'all to know, don't you? You have Lysol. to be very precise in what you say. Even aside from Lysol, he's not, of course, he's not saying injected. They, people drag that. But even with what he was saying, it just sounded so ignorant. It made me question his intelligence and his intellect in any other, any other subject. Like, now you are complete, you completely discredited yourself across the board. Because what the fuck are you talking about? You know what? I'm going to say this. This is off the off the ramp of, But y'all niggas, y'all, everybody, people been texting me. You get your, your president tomorrow. Like, I get texts like this daily every time he does some wild shit. But how dumb can he be? He finesses way to the presidency. Like, let's respect that. So I just want to throw that out there. I well, feel, I can say, I can I say like why? Them. No, no, no. I want to say why. I want to With say no why. political experience. I'm about to tell you why. Because he is an advocate for racism and America is a racist country. And that is the only reason. Anything that's going to turn um, white uh, people against the niggers, they're going to vote for it. So you can say he could have came want. out and said anything about roses or red. But if he says, but we're going to kill you, the niggers, you can say what you want. He found a slogan I, that stuck I and truly, he ran with it. I truly... Regardless of what he said or whatever, whatever, I feel like the the media like unnecessarily ran with that. They dragged it. And just made it a huge thing. I did think that it was. And it like, really confused some niggas in the thing. Like, well, did he shit? Like, go it's, drink it's bleach. So like they overdoing it. Like it's so obvious that they have an agenda against Trump. Yeah. That's greater than just democracy, uh, Democrats and Republicans. It's some larger shit. It's so obvious they have a vendetta against them that it's starting to get corny now. Like. I'm not even a, a Trump nigga like that, but I'm not dumb. Like I could, I, I, I'm a, I'm an objective person. I could just see shit, and I'm just like, nah. Did you guys hear much. when he said that he had hundreds of governors calling his phone? Okay, I missed that one. So he only there was only 50 governors. So he just be saying shit, be. Yeah, he needs to stop just saying shit, and that's the point. Sit down, go over what the fuck you're gonna say because you're talking to a nation that follows you. You are our leader. Can our leader be into, more intelligent than to say hundreds of governors are calling him when that's not even fucking possible? He, he's not. He that, does. He's, a, he's intelligent in his own way. He's not, he's not. Book well, we smart. Need a well he's not like a book smart intelligent type need, person. And when you have a whole team, it's not even just your own knowledge. Yeah. When you conduct with a whole a whole team of individuals. Take what everything that I, everyone has to give and make it make sense so you can yeah. really project something I, that's smart. I truly believe that this nigga does not be reading his speeches that was prepared for him. Fuck like, no. I think this nigga just, fuck. like, the camera turns on and that nigga just daring headlights. I will say he just this, starts though, freestyling. Like, I, as, a per, as a homeboy, I think Trump is hilarious. Like, like I, I, him, I, he doesn't you not, hurt me. If I'm, if I think I'm, he's funny. He reminds if, me of a nigga. If I'm his campaign nigga, I'm but, tight, bro. I, I wrote this whole thing for you, bro. 
Just read it. He's, he's like, just going off the cut. <laughs> he wanna, he's the Fuck first that. president that's not a puppet. He's on his own timing. He's definitely on his bro, own Bro, I wrote a whole speech for you, bro. Just read it. That's it. <laughs> he does not follow suit. Simon. That is not one of his characteristics. But yo, right. yo, let's pause. Georgia let's pause. Open. Shut up. Let's pause for yeah, a break. My fault, bro. You know I get aggravated. Let's pause for a break. <laughs> Time for our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, man. with a mediocre bitch, right? Yo. <laughs> and this person was asking me, what do I think about how he how he's not feeling her because she's hella basic. And it's like, if, if and let me let me um clear this up. As a person, you know yourself. You know what you qualify for. You know your standards. You know the best you could do. Everybody wants to do the best they can do in anything that they do, right? So when you fuck with somebody and you feel like they are not up to par up to what you believe your standard is, what would be a reason to continue to fuck with them? So this is where this conversation is going. Oh, first of all, it's because she's cat. The, it's not the you, friend, my other friend. Uh, your other friend was referring to, it was a mediocre bitch that was on his helmet. Not a bitch that he ever fucked with or gave oh. energy to. Like, oh. let's be clear. Okay. The mediocre bitch was on his helmet, well, like being thirsty. Well, I'm telling DM. him why I and think. We were, It was a discussion came up about like, you know what? Sometimes you can give a mediocre drink some energy because every person you meet in life can provide different things. So, you know, you might have a go-to for the sex, a go-to for dialogue, and so on and so forth. So, that's just all it was. So, go back to your diatribe, please. <laughs> but I want to get into that because I want everyone to understand that, what he just said. You know, it's like, sometimes we settle. Now, I, I will say this, too. I don't think that every single, I don't think that any person, if you're a single person, you're not only talking to one person. Now, some people don't get out much, so you know, I respect that. <laughs> but for the most part, we all have a few people on our phones that we can hit up and say good morning to, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's respect. Nah, I definitely never, ever do that shit, though. But I don't do it, but yeah. So, I just feel like this. Of all the niggas that, I, that might text me good morning, they all bring something different to the table. Some of them are way more elite. Well, you really can't say what's elite and what's not because it's different values. So some of them may be richer, some of them may be finer, some of them may be more intelligent, but each one of them brings something different to the table. So I'm saying this to say that, is it okay if you have somebody who's mediocre on your team because they bring you something that you need? Everything's not always about physical. And everything's not always about money. Hey, I was man, just gonna say, cause I, we, I, but physical being, and money is important. Can we stop being so shallow and so just kind of just locked in by societal constructs and fuckery? Like, well, we can, well, we have to, we have to, Rich, because we don't always have to though. Because when we're thinking of the person we want to settle down with, you want to be attracted As to them older, all the way around are, the board. Are we talking about total settling down? Or are we talking about just like who do we find comfort and happiness with? You know what I'm saying? Like right. I'll say this: like you, it has to be some level of attractive physical attraction when you're dealing with somebody. But it doesn't. As I'm older now, 
that doesn't have to be like the end all be all. You don't have to be the baddest. You don't have to be the baddest. Just be a solid joint. Yeah, you know what I mean? Intelligent. Common sense. You know what I mean? Because I done fuck with bitches who I felt like they was dumb pretty. I like being around them, but they personality was dirt. It was super dirt. And like they just be annoying. So like after I fuck, I'll be like going to go about my day. Like I, I don't want to hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, I went on a diatribe like a week or so ago on Twitter about this same situation because I felt as though like my own personal shallowness was holding me back from greatness when it came to the bitches because I always fuck with these pretty ass bitches with horrible character development. These bitches don't like they just so used to life being one way and life catering to them and them not having to change anything to make anybody happy that they don't know how to make a man happy. All they do is sit there, they give me their list of demands all day long before they ever ask you anything about what you need to make you for, to be happy. Bitches have a whole list of shit. Oh, I need this. Pay for this. But we'll never see like, yo, what makes you happy, bro? What do you want? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. So... Like, I feel like I just kept on running. I'm like, I, I'm still running into roadblock because I'm shallow with the bitches. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, bro, it's just a part of shit we got to do, bro. Like, I don't know. Free? Um, basically, what I was saying, I've been more open to sixes. Listen, we're going to sit here. Not sixes, not sixes, not sixes. Not sixes. <laughs> I'm not doing sixes. I'm not doing sixes, B. Listen, I'm not doing sixes. Nah, like, I, I want to be, a, like, attractive. Like, like you said, you got to at least get my dick hard. But... You have to have some, like, y- y- your mental has to be there, too. Because if it's not, I'm going to be bored quick. You know what I mean? Like, so, it's crit Like, Kayla was saying, like, this, we have to start looking. P- at, the older we get, the other areas come into play. Like, what are your goals? What's your income like? All of that shit matters. Like, are you a dumb bitch? You know what else, you know what else is really impertinent to me, too, that I pay attention to? Like, your diet. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say, like, I balance oh, shit. Like, no. I go to what? Fuck. This is my downfall. Yeah, that is trash. That's why you, you know what I mean. Drink more water. You should get clear. Say I say all that to say, I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I'm the super vegan nigga, but I take pride and I'm real cognizant of what I put in my body, and I try to always make sure I have at least I always go heavy juice, smoothie, like ginger yeah. shots, all that sea moss. So I've been doing that before the Corona shit. So like I just been me. And we're getting older. You know what I mean? guys. Yeah, so. niggas are getting older. Like it ain't you if know you're, like if it was you're 16. You're 25 plus. You need to be focused on what you're putting yourself. Like, if I'm around a bitch and she go, like, heavy soda or something, like, that shit might turn me it's off. Eternal. That's eternal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or if you was like, I just came from McDonald's, like, I might be yeah, turned off. Eternal. You know what I mean? So, like, diet is critical. See, like, I, like, if you just, like, heaven in, you you, you slack and you just say, want to grab a quick shot, I ain't going to be, I'm not going to be on your yeah, body like that. You. But if I see you consistently, like, like, yo, shorty, I've been with you, like, I've been with you for the past week. And, and you done ate pizza four times this week. In American Deli, I'm going to yeah, tag grossed out. I'm going to keep it tall. I'm grossed out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm you, happy y'all are telling me but, this. But at the same time, I'm not going super mega hold it against you forever. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is show you. Is I'm going to curve the shit you eat, and I'm going to go eat some different shit and, and see if you pick up on it. And you be like, you know what, Rich? I like how you be on your health shit. I'm going to start getting more health conscious too. Boom. All right, cool. Then I can deal with that. You feel me? But, like, if Shorty just randomly motherfucking eating whatever, whatever, don't give a fuck. This nigga free to randomly recording uh, stories in the middle of this shit. But you know what else? Can I say this, though? Sometimes if I talk to a man, and if I talk to a man, and, okay, not even, I'm going to be real specific. I got this nigga, right? Right now. Luckily, my men don't really be listening to my podcast. Like, they don't really tune in. How you feel about the fact that your niggas don't care about mental? You know why? Because what they do, no, they do care about mental. They don't, okay. they don't listen to my podcast because they feel like, they always say this, y'all need some money or something. 
can't I'll just do that. But yeah, I think that it takes time. Budget, now everybody's like, but a lot of my friends don't listen to podcasts either. And I feel like it's because they're not podcast girls. Like, if they were listening to a different podcast, I'd be offended. But they just don't listen to them at all, you know? I'll say this. That's like if, if you sold a fucking um, bow ties. All your friends don't wear bow ties. Yeah. So how do you expect them to support you? I feel you? like a lot of intellectuals, intellectuals listen to podcasts. Intellectuals and a lot of mine. So anyways. You got a lot of birds. Is what you I got a lot of birds. So anyways. Um, so anyways, I'm dating this guy right now. We're talking. And he is uh, very rich. Copy. But he and he's very healthy. Copy. But he's also very religious. Ew. Oh, thank you. I love my friends. They have a friend Rachel, like my only friends for real. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. It makes me so uncomfortable. I'm like, you guys, he's Ew, always bro. like into the You go blood like you go crazy with Jesus vibes. <laughs> but I feel bad because is he, quoting, is he like quoting the Bible at you type shit? Every day. I don't think you get too specific. <laughs> But I will say this though, like it makes me uncomfortable. But I'll be asking myself, like, damn, do I wanna every morning he gets up early in the morning, he works out, he does yoga, he eats well. But he's That's super dope. rich. He's a, and he looks good and everything is clean about him, but it puts that pressure on me, like, damn. I, I recently told myself this. I wanna give this message to women, because I just learned it and it changed my perspective. So let me just say this. Um, if we do highlights on the show, this is gonna be a highlight. A man will only be faithful to you and loyal to you and love you unconditionally if he thinks you are the best that he can do. Wow. And if he's not faithful to you in your relationship, and I mean, every man has does a little bullshit, but I'm talking about a real nigga that keeps stepping out on you. It's because he wants to make sure there's not better out there for him. So all you can do as a woman is ask yourself, am I the best that he can do? Can I make, I want to make myself the best woman that he could ever fuck with. That's why a lot of niggas might go for a bitch that's a little more popping or a bitch that's famous or a bitch that got money because he wants to know of all the bitches in the world, why you, you know? So I've been trying to be cognizant of that and say, okay, what am I doing to be the best bitch he could ever want me to be? I feel like I feel like women look at the wrong things. Like, you were right about that. Like, what can you do to be the best woman for him to where he doesn't feel no need to look at anything with a rule. But y'all look at the wrong shit. Y'all think about popularity or looks or this or that or that or this. Well, can and I give you the, mine? I want to give you mine so you can oh, tell me if okay. I'm right. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay. First and foremost, I think that um, organization. I think organization is, a, is a, a feminine trait for the most part. I think women are tedious and women are organized things. So I feel like the more of a personal assistant that you can be to your man, the more he can really depend on you as far as organizing things, whether it be something small like booking your flights or um, making sure you're on schedule or you went to the gym, dumb shit like that. Organization is key. That's a feminine trait. Anything domestic. So anytime it's like back rubs, home-cooked meals, um, but it has to be consistent. So don't just show him that you can do it. Be consistent with it and tell him, when you come home, this is what we do every day. That consistency and being domestic. Um, also, I think sex is very important. I think that being your best, I think that tending to your to your partner's sexual desires and really making sure that they are the person who is making sure you make them happy sexually as much as much as possible because that's really hard. I think being intelligent is one, being able to communicate, which I put those two together, intelligence and communication. <laughs> um, and then I think always being attractive, and I think attraction, I mean sexy. Your body has to be um, healthy. You have to have clear skin, pretty hair, um, clean teeth. Anything that makes him say, my wife is perfect. When, they, when I compare you mentally to another girl, if he, the waitress at the restaurant, he should say, my wife is way prettier than her. You know? Not to downplay a waitress. I'm just saying a random woman who you don't know. So I think that 
um, a collection of all of those things are what's most important to being the best that your man can do? Um, no. Like, alright. I'm gonna be real. Alright, like, well, I'm gonna head shit, out. That shit, <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. That shit matters, but all that shit is very, very surface level and very, very like, like, no, bitch. Like, what, what a man, um, what a man needs other than anything is to be learned. Like, I want my bitch to understand me and everything about me and know how to make me happy. Be like, not, not this cookie cutter ass, oh, rub his back when he come home shit. Like, no, like, bitch, you need to know me totally inside and out. I'm, I think I've got like pretty, I guess if you want to say like misogynistic, like old school with my shit. Like honestly now, sometimes I'll be dealing with this joint. Like I don't even really want to be bothered. Like I don't mind just come home, rub my head and go in the kitchen. Like, you know, maybe it's me. Sometimes I feel like I'll be introverted in my relationships because I can sit there and I'll be around a bitch and I don't even have to talk. Like yeah, and a bitch will get attitude. I'm chilling. And I just want to just chill. But, like, see, that's the thing though. Everybody is different, and women keep coming with this cookie cutter ass approach to men. Like, no, bitch, learn me. Know okay, that I'm a, know that I I'm the type of nigga that comes home and don't speak for three hours, bitch, and I'm totally fine. There's no issue. Yeah. Know that. N- know me, ho. Now you got too many niggas. You got too much shit going on. You ain't took the time to dig deep and really understand nah, who the fuck right. I, I, I am. You know what I'm saying? Right I see what you're saying. saying. So, and, that, and, and, that, and that's why, and that's why it's always but a divide. But we don't focus. We you don't, don't focus. see it. You don't get it because you're not paying Ooh, attention. My next you're, trying to short, you're trying to shortcut your way into me, ho. It don't work like that, That is ho. very true. Well, I'm let me deep, say this, ho. I got layers and shit, ho. Do you feel like, because I'm not going to walk up to you and just recognize all your layers. Do you feel like you communicate who you are as an individual for her to be able to even take that in? Yeah. I feel like time, Over time, if you care enough, you'll understand what the fuck no, I got not going on. Not, Do say, you know yourself enough listen, to teach yourself to someone else? I'm going to sell you real shit. I'm going to give you a perfect example. If I want to. If I want to. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Like, when I'm single, <laughs> let me just give you that preference. Okay. Like, when I'm not dealing with nobody. Um, it'll be a little small shit. Like, if, if I'm in a car and you call me and you see I'm in a car, like, you FaceTime me, I'm going to tell you, like, and maybe I don't, not necessarily, like, I don't have nothing personal against you. I don't really want to talk to you. Like, my car time is my time to be tranquility. I can listen to Griselda. I can listen to yeah. my R&B shit. Like, I don't really like talking. I don't even like niggas. Like, I don't like, it's not just niggas. Like, I don't like people sometimes. Like, I don't really want to hang out. Like, when I'm in the mood to hang out, like, I'll go do that. But, like, a lot of times, I like being by myself. When I don't in, like being When I'm in the mood to hang out, I'll go find the hangout. I don't, don't bring the hangout to don't, me. Please don't. My hangout, my, oh my, God. my personal space is oh, very sacred. Don't call me. <laughs> Listen, I got niggas, like, up top. Like, I got niggas that they miss me, and they'll sometimes just call me to chat, like, I don't really want to talk to y'all niggas. Like, you could have texted this. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're not calling by no change, like, the conversation would be really brief. Like, yeah. please don't yeah. try to keep me on the phone and drag me. Text like, me, bro. Just, just text, text me, bro. Me, bro. Like, I, it's nothing against nobody. Like, because I know my niggas be ch- listening and they be probably feeling away. Like, sometimes, bro, I just don't even want to talk. Like, I don't want to be bothered. Like, just text me. And I go for bitches, too. Like, so I go back to the original point. Like, any bitch know that when they, if you dealing with me, when Freeze in the car, don't touch the radio. Don't try to have a conversation if while I'm ever driving. ever had a nigga in in like, life, you know, not to touch the radio. You know what I'm saying? Bitch. Like, just don't try to talk to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk. Radio, like, bitch. if somebody's like, that's mad weird. I haven't seen you all day. Like, what's how was your day? Like, what's up? How was your day? Music back up. In like, the car yeah. is a lot, though. Like, whole the conversation fuck? in the car is a lot. Like, come on, can I jam? Can I jam? To can my I shit? jam? Bro, like, <laughs> that's like, I look forward to getting in the car when I, I be can running hear around. My shit really bumping. Yeah. I need it. Bro. I'll be looking forward to I my I need West Side time. Gun when I'm when I'm when I'm in between my situations when I'm you know what I mean? I need to hear West Side Gun. Like I wanna hear like all, that. <laughs> all right, you guys. <laughs> That's oh, interesting. Fuck. So this is what I'm gonna say to that. I'm gonna say this. 
the better you know yourself, the better you can teach someone how to love you. And I think one thing we can anything that anything shit. that we can't control, um, we have we have to really blame yourself for every situation, no matter what it is. So if I can control, however I can control the situation, I should just control it to the best of my ability. So you may not be able to make her learn you, but you have to teach you to her. You see? And I think that um, that's something that we can work on. Like I can, as a woman, as an individual, be the best of who I can be to somebody else. Even if it's teaching them me. If they don't understand me, that's fine. I can't control them. I can only control myself. So as a single woman, do you feel like these are the reasons why you might have different people for different things, different specimens? Because I'm learning myself? Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Time. If you tell somebody what, what you what you want, if you tell somebody what you want and what you're into and type of person you are, whatever, whatever, and they like can't bring it in, they can't fucking put it into their brain enough to like actually put that into their practice to like be someone that you like, then it's like, all right, bro, like you're not taking no effort in to learn me. Be fucking this. Can we? Yeah. Can I? Can we shout out Dennis Robin too? Because. I don't know if y'all been paying attention. This is documentary. They show two episodes every Sunday on ESPN. It's called The Last Dance. It's basically highlighting the Chicago Bulls, like, 98 season, but it also, like, gives you the backstory to all the key players on the team. And the last episode, like, Dennis Rodman, in the middle of the season, told the coach, like, yo, I need a vacation. Like, she's too much pressure. I'm stressed out. The nigga went to Vegas with Calm and Electra. Michael, he was supposed to be back in 48 hours. Nigga took 84 hours. Michael Jordan said he physically himself went to the nigga hotel room where Carmen Alexa was butt naked on the bed, like had to really drag the nigga out the hotel. Like, this Rodman is a calm goat. So, like, shout him out. For one, let, let, let's be real. Like, to for, for, Mike, for, Mike, for Mike to volunteer to go to Vegas was not... Was not like a hard situation for Mike. It wasn't like they didn't have to struggle to get Mike to go to Vegas. Baby. I'm sure Mike went and got his gambling shit off. Too. Mike might have been there for the about tables. a day. Mike might have been there for about a day pretending he couldn't find Rob and having wild fun before he said, "All right, fuck, I know where this nigga at, man. Let me go get him." Trust me, the, the fact the fact Mike went. It's not the team that didn't vote. Yo, Mike, you the one to have to go. Nah, nah Mike, Mike volunteered. Yeah, I'll, go to Vegas I, 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 I'll, I'll take a little Vegas. <laughs> Mike said, I'll take a little Vegas. What you talking about? You know what I mean? I'm, the thing about Robin that tripping me out is like everybody's so surprised at the fact he was getting funds. I'm like, isn't there a six, eight He's million in? I think <laughs> like, that, what are you that, talking about? Ex- the eccentricities, I think that's what throw people off. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, every, women, women, women love women love eccentric hornball niggas. If you if you are super, for one, you're super famous. You're eccentric hornball, and you're a millionaire. Bitches are gonna be flocking to you. Listen son. to yeah. me, I am bitches and bitches is me. I am very, very, very much sexually attracted to um, Rodman, and and in so many different ways. Now, listen, I watched his shit, and I know. He dresses as a, a bride, or he wears full faces of makeup, or he puts fingernail polish on. But I don't give a fuck. I want me some fucking Robin. I am so attracted to him, and I don't know who. I, I get how that could be confusing to some people, and I can't even explain it my damn self. But when I look at him, I be like, mm, I do some shit to him. So feeling, I like him. Robin energy. I'm definitely feeling his energy. This is definitely one of the best documentaries I've seen wow, in a while. Match on the Look at this match got on the Tinder. Little white snow bunny. You be on Tinder? You be hitting bitches on Tinder? Randomly, I just got on Tinder lately because of this quarantine shit. Wow. Like when I was going on, um, when I used to go out of town and be in the fucking hotel, I'd be bored as fuck. I just go on Tinder. Is it only I for never, sex? I never actually, like, linked any of these Tinder bitches before, though. I tried Tinder a few years ago, and I never got right. Is it only I never for linked, sex?
I ain't talking about shit. Um, um, Michael Jordan was snitching. Michael Jordan was snitching. What, you talking about what, when he, he was snitching? Like what do you mean, snitching? When you snitching on the nigga on the plane? When the nigga said, yo, he fucking with his bitches? Your, yeah. um, tell your mom and dad you're an alcoholic. Yeah, that Not was, that that. was kind of corny. When he told the story saying that he walked into the room and he saw coke on the table and weed and uh, prostitutes and he walked out of the room. Shut the fuck up. Let's be clear. It's only so many people on the fucking team, so we know who you're talking to. These people are sitting at home with their fucking wives and children now, years later. Why in the hell do you think this shit was okay to broadcast? And what grown ass no man? No, we don't when, have he, to, when he we said about the one nigga, the one nigga, when he was like, "Yo, this nigga Scott B, he, he can't never, um, he can't never commit to no girl. He always got some shit. He always out like that like, was a lot." Like who even talks like that? that? Mike in the one episode he was talking about the nigga. What was his name? Scotty Burrell. Oh, when they was Scott on a plane. Burrell. When they was on a plane. That shit ain't funny. That's nah, one, it's nah, called nah. male. That was code. a lot. I'm a girl, and I, like, I respect slow male. Slow down, like, nigga, bro. Damn. You don't do that. I thought that was very fucking weird. Isaiah Thomas still bitter. Like, you should just admit you was on some bullshit timer for not changing his, for not shaking his hand. Like, you did a sports, that was poor sportsmanship. Well, one, it wasn't Isaiah's decision. The whole team made a decision. So why the fuck Isaiah the only one that got to um, be excoriated about it? And, and, and at the end of the day, that shit happens all the time. It's mad times on um, playoffs and whatever, and niggas say, SMD, we out. Fuck shaking your hand. What's the big deal? I don't get it. What I owe you, son? Nah, I feel you. But, you know what I'm saying? You see, John Sally said he shook everybody's hand. He ain't, he John wasn't a Sally part of it. John was friends with Mike. John Sally was saying Mike Jordan was my frat brother. I had friends on that team. I ain't want to violate. All right, cool. You go do you. But for everybody, like, wow. I don't see you. Isaiah got... And then, that's not the, that's not to mention, Isaiah and the Pistons got excoriated for that because, because let's not forget, because they was a black team from a black city. When, when, when Boston Celtics and Bird and McHale and them did that to Isaiah... Isaiah and them in Boston, before that, nobody says shit. You know what I'm saying? Bird and McHale and them niggas stormed off the court on, on Isaiah and them. Ain't nobody say shit, but because the black team did that shit, now it's an issue. Racist ass NBA. <laughs> I really don't even know all the sports stuff, so I'm trying to do it. Either way, it's right, man. Fuck out of here. We done. It's on me now. Good to know. Well, that's we move on. All right, move on okay, so I've been watching a new show on Netflix. And it's called Marriage at First Sight. And I want to address something, because not about the show. I mean, it's a cool show or whatever, but the, in the show, the idea is that you um, you sign up. Um, the, the professionals match you with the person who they believe is most compatible for you, your personality, your lifestyle. Um, you have a psychologist. You have a, Are y'all listening? Yeah, I'm listening. You have yeah, a psychologist. Um, you have a, um, a spiritual counselor. And you have a sociologist. And between the three of them, they sit there and, um, you know, put people together, make couples, create couples out of a group of individuals who just want to be married. So anyways, you don't meet your significant other until the day of the wedding. So it's almost like arranged marriage, you know, a modern day arranged marriage. And I will say this, the show seems bizarre to a lot of people. And I don't know that because I haven't talked to anybody about it. But I know that because on the show, a lot of the time, the families are really against it. Like, why are you doing this, Elizabeth? You know, you, you, can, you can just find the right guy. And then it's a lot of families don't even support the couples as they do it. And um, that's kind of what made me want to um, speak on it today and ask you guys' opinion because I feel like this. I support arranged marriage. And and before I get before I get you guys' opinion, I want to kind of give where I'm coming from when I say that. Yeah. I believe, let's say right now I'm talking to four different niggas. As a matter of fact, let's not just say. I am right now probably talking to about four different niggas, okay? Now, oh 
I, as we were speaking on earlier, I get something different from each of them. So one of them I might talk to consistently. One of them I actually have sex with. One of them, um, he may have been a friend of mine or a, a boyfriend of mine for a long time. We're just in touch. But from each in person, I get something um, different individually, right? I feel like if right now the law told me you have to lock in on, I'm going to make up a complete name. I don't know anyone by this name, but you have to lock in on Bob. I would completely lock in on Bob. So it would not be, and, and Rich kind of slightly touched on that distraction earlier. Um, when you're not distracted by anything or anyone else and you can completely indulge yourself into one person and their wants and their needs and teaching them who you are, I do believe there is a, desti- a final destination in that, a beautiful one, you know? And I think that that is why arranged marriage works. Because it literally blindsides you from everything else and makes you 100% lock in and focus on one person. And I think that if people did it, maybe not arranged marriage, but if people would just say, you know what, this is the guy that I'm talking to right now, or this is the girl that I'm fucking right now. I don't give a fuck about nobody else. I want to focus on her and make sure that she's not the one that's for me or is the one that's for me. Before I move on to someone else, we will get further. I feel like I've been doing that. The only reason why it's hard to do, Rich, is hard to reciprocate. Even if you are and you're being honest, it's hard for her to give that back to you because we don't trust each other. Yeah, no one's really doing it. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I tell myself, I wish I had a nigga that could be real with me and say, all right, you know what? Fuck it, Kay. You got this. For exactly three, I, I'm giving you 90 days. Just me and you. I won't text another bitch. I won't fuck another bitch. I won't look for another bitch. I won't even like a bitch's pictures. I'm going to lock in on you for 90 days and press me. And I bet you I can make a relationship work. But you feel like if a... So you really feel like... Are you... Like, you would have accepted if a nigga gave you that? Like, if a nigga really came at you like that, 100% honest, like, yo, I got a bunch of hoes, but I'm going to cut these bitches off and give you 90 days to see if you're going to make the cut. You think a nigga... You think you were going to go for that? You really I think that you're going to accept that? I think Kayla would go I for that. I want to. Kayla like a nigga. You might go for that. I would. I like that. Uh, most... I, Honestly, you ste- go some step way. outside the box shit, but most Listen, women aren't going for that. And I'll say this. I've told bitches in the past, like, if bitch might ask me, like, well, how many bitches do you I'm like, I got, like, two, three bitches. I never say that. I always say only you. Nah. I'll tell a bitch I got two, I've never told somebody that I have more than Anybody with a brain shouldn't ask you anything. I like. I feel like a shorty don't... I be like... I'm, I'm saying, like, in the, in the beginning, like, say if I bag a bitch and say, like, we just talking to the bitch, my people, how many bitches you fucking, like, like, a couple bitches I got around, right? Like, shit. Like, like, all right. I don't got all that. Like, what do you mean? I don't got all that. They don't respect it. A bitch, because bitches don't know, like, if you a whole handle up, bitch can tell, like, all right, you might get bitches. Listen, listen. So like, it's like, it don't even got a lie. Like, yeah, I don't keep, bitches I'm fucking. I don't keep a I'm bunch not, of you don't want to say, like, yeah, I, I'm married now. If you married with a bitch or some shit, like, now nah, that's something that you might, may or may not want to disclose, and they may or may not fuck with you. But if they just know you just fucking joints, they might be like, all right, whatever. It is what yeah, it is. Like, I don't keep a bunch of old connections or whatever, whatever. But what I used to tell bitches, when they asked me about other bitches, I'd be like, I'm an adult. Like, we're grown-ass men with anything going yeah. on for itself. Don't have no pussy to fuck. You sound stupid. Why would you even ask me that? You know what I'm saying? Well, what I like, said to someone I when I asked was I was telling him we, our, our um, conversation was inconsistent. So I asked him, like, you must fuck with somebody else because you're not consistent with me. And his response was, no, I don't. You know, I wonder why you don't hit my phone. But you're right. It got to be bullshit. People be lying. Like, I like to, so I feel it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it, well, yo, people is adults and they got options. And it is what it is. It is. But anyways, that's what I was saying. I think that arranged marriage is interesting because I feel like it, it really locks you on one person. So when I'm telling you that right now me and you are wed, we are married, we're going to try a lot we're gonna harder. We're going to work it out. We're going to figure it out regardless. Dating. And I, 
when I watch that show, I'm like, they have a better chance than me and any nigga I've ever yeah, dealt because, with. Yeah, because because they're locked on in. On the other side, it's too easy to get out of it. Too easy. It's too easy to get out of it. It's too many. It's too many options. Too many. It's too many easy get out of it. So you never really have to work on making it great. You never really have to work on making yeah. it anything because it's so. We all got options. It's easy to get out of shit. I can go. I can go. I can DM a bitch. Like, I'm exactly. Good. But to them, before you, you know, you said your your vows before God and before you um, locked in on the. You want to get divorces and annulments and pay all that money on it? Bullshit. It's like yeah. now I'm actually gonna get put in some effort, and yeah. I, I think that I would do it. I think I would do it. I think that if I could really sit here and lay out the perfect nigga for me, like all the qualities that I know I want in a man. Perfect nigga. Okay. If y'all want me to tell you, then I will. Yeah. All right. So first, I like my men rich because I'm, I'm codependent. <laughs> well, y'all know me very well, so I do like a man who is successful. I do like a man who is. I really, I'm not gonna get into anything shallow because I can work. Nah, I'm fuck it. I like a man. I like dark skinned men. I really like for him to be a dark. T- I, don't, I only a black man. Dark I don't date out of races. You like a rich nigga that's a million feet tall with a, a fucking mile long cock. That's what he said. And then also all the other, you know, positive qualities, of course. Which I mean, I have to go into that because I mean, yeah, clearly blah, that's blah, it. Emotional intelligence, blah blah blah. All blah, that, blah. you know. But yeah, I would like to, if I could, if they could promise me that. I will be locked in. I'll be like, you know what, fuck it, let's just do it. And I will give more 100% to myself. So anyways, I just want to touch on that. Um, um, Daddy. Right, Rich is only on Tinder, and, uh, and he's not paying me no attention. Nah, because I just be tired of killing his shit. Freeze, freezing his um, trap hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that nigga got no Um, Anything else that you want to touch on before we get into it? I mean, I have one more thing, but I feel like I'm just... What's I'm up? Talk to me. What you got else, Kayla? What, what you talking okay, to I'm going to tell this one quick story, and then, everybody, then I'll move up? forward. Okay, what story you got? This weekend, I went to one of my friend's house, and she has... Um, I want. This is about men and their sexual drive. I went to my friend's house, and she has two dogs. She has a girl dog and a boy dog, okay? Since I've known those dogs, they're probably about two years old. They have been brother and sister, and they love each other unconditionally. I know you're wondering how does this story revolve around into fucking men's sex drive, but here it goes. The dogs love each other unconditionally. They're like brother and sister, okay? So while we're there, the girl dog is actually on her period. So she's bleeding, which means she's in heat. So she's ready for sex. She's ready to be um, for, for reproduction. <laughs> so when it came time for the dogs to go outside, the girl dog did not want to exit out the back. The boy dog was out there, and she was petrified of him. Like, she didn't want to be around him. She was scared of him. So we finally forced him into the same space. He started attacking her. He started biting her. Now, mind you, he's never been like this before. He's really, like, almost raped, you know, just trying to get the pussy because he knows that she's on her period. He knows it's time to fuck, and he started losing it. Like, it was almost like I'd never seen the side of this dog. He was, like, being aggressive, biting at her, grabbing her. She's screaming, ah! doing all that and he's trying to get the pussy and he was trying to fuck shut her he's a very kind dog he never bites kids people anything he's a really sweet dog and it was a moment that I had what I like to call it in one of my journals a moment of impact <laughs> that I realized that masculine trait is real niggas are savage for box and men cannot control it so as I pondered on it I thought to myself when I have a, a boyfriend and he presses me presses me presses me I'm like no 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 he's not doing it for he wants to fuck for fun it's a real natural instinct that is embedded in his who he is as, nah, a, as, a, as a as a um as an animal his real natural animal instinct that he cannot run from the fact that he has that pussy right now yeah, in all seriousness have some sex like 
You I have to. And laugh. then I started, started thinking about this. Kayla, is it so far-fetched? Because, yeah, I watched the dog do it. But the reality is, pussy will make a nigga, um, when he rapes a bitch, it, that's, he's willing He's willing to risk going to prison for life. He's willing Love to risk that. going to jail. He's willing to risk her harming you. She pull out a gun and shoots your ass. But he's willing to risk all of that for an urge, to please an urge. And to me, as a woman, it told me, give up the pussy more often. Yeah, facts. Like, I'm gonna be real. Like, oh, that is a that's Biologically, a major. Give up more pussy. I'm gonna be real. Like, that's a ma- Like, if I'm dealing with you, if 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 we in a situation where like everything is like, yo, you know, we go out, it's on me. Whatever. Once we start having sex, like, send the box in. Like, don't play with me with this pussy, bitch. Yeah. Fuck me. Like, when I'm on it. Fuck me, like, don't play with me. Like, all them little games, like, ooh, ooh, like little moves things you're going through, you trying to play with the pussy. Bitch, I'm gone. I'm up. gone, gone. I'm not, I'm not even a little gone, bitch. I'm out of here, bitch. I'm going to, like, bitch, it's other, like, do not play with the pussy. Don't do that shit. That shit is so corny, so I don't play that shit. And then, another shit you were saying, yeah, I want to touch on this shit. You were saying, you were saying, uh-huh. um... Say that again, Kayla. What would you say? Have more sex? I was saying that it is a true masculine urge and it's, it's animalistic instinct that a man has to have pussy every so often. So as a woman, after I studied this shit and really looked into it, I realized women need to give up pussy more often. That's to fact. your man, to your man, not to all niggas, but to your man, Wait. give it up because he needs it. It's something he would literally die for. That's a fact. So like, if, if I'm fucking you or we fucking be on that type of time and you think you're going to be having like, oh, I'm not in the mood, you're going to get cut in that mood and that's going to be the end of us. Yeah, so I now I respect it more. So now if a, my man comes to me like, babe, please, I don't look at it like, get away from me, nigga. It's more so like, you need to. The same way that I crave hunger, the same way that I crave water and thirst, it's literally an animalistic instinct. So I respect yeah. that now. I, I and just I want to share that with my fellow women. I just don't be understanding why bitches be thinking they have so much power or control. Like, well, that's think, why. You think you stop me If from I fuck, had all the you, water. You think you going to stop. You think you, you denying me. me from the pussy is helping you. Are you doing, bitch? All you doing is opening the doorway for another bitch. Yeah, that's, that's all you doing. You ain't doing shit, bitch. You ain't proving nothing. You ain't making no points, no statements, no nothing. All you doing is giving another bitch an opportunity. And let me that's say it. this. Let me say this. If you're in a relationship where you feel like pussy is the um, is the leverage, you need to um, reevaluate. You're a lame. You're a lame. If you just pussy for leverage, you're, <laughs> you're a lame ass bitch. And you have nothing else to bring to the table. I'm thinking about what I was. You about literally to say have nothing else to bring to the table. If if you just pussy Very for leverage true. all day long, it's that deal, bro. Because that's been that's that should be level. One. That's something that's not even regular given to shit. Be it's your little If a nigga lose be. you, he should lose a lot more than your little pussy. Your little pussy be fucked <laughs> That's out true. Bitch. The pussy of va- the value of pussy is dropping at the moment. Right? Don't, don't get rich started. It's going down don't like do stocks. You know, be, Speaking of stocks, started. Rich, what stocks you invested in this week? Anything? Um, and I've jumped in the Royal Dutch Shell. I jumped in the um Facebook. I jumped into Facebook and I jumped. Facebook, in a, um, oh, but Facebook is. Not I jumped in a Boeing super. I jumped in a Boeing. I didn't jump in a Boeing because I'm still, I'm too cheap. I want to buy a lot of shares and Boeing's too high. See the thing with Boeing, how I've been doing, I, I've been incrementally investing, so I might put because Boeing is the type of stock that you could buy in fractions. They don't, they don't have to buy all. Good to so know. I, so I, I might put 41 week, okay. 50 another. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. I'm gonna do that then because I don't want to go too hard. But yeah. I heard Boeing is where it's at. Yeah, like they so I, I got. I bought a lot of stock, stock in Delta, y'all. Yeah. All I gotta say is when this shit's over, everybody fly Delta if you yeah. love me because I'm. Um, Going to shoot right back there. I didn't see the prices are starting to go yeah, back I'm up in, on some shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in on my money back. I, I'm, in on, I'm in on Delta in America, and that's a fact. Uh, is this my favorite segment? Yeah,
Um, yeah, I'm just piggyback off what I said earlier. I'm all set on bad diet. People with bad diets. Like, I'm not even going to say bitches and niggas. Like, if you just not taking care of your body and doing the right thing, like, I'm not jacking it. So, do better. Take your ginger shot. Take your turmeric. Take your sea moss. I'm happy you saying this, and bitch. All that. You about to, I mean, for you about to change my life because I've yeah, been wondering I mean, if niggas really care. Now I know niggas, niggas care. care about that shit, bro. Like, for real. If a bitch diet, like. Yeah. Well, fuck. Especially at this age. Maybe when I was 16, I didn't give a fuck. But now, I care. So, do the right thing. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, when yeah, you grow right. up, bro, you get so much more health conscious and future conscious, just like trying to become, leave a legacy and just do great shit in the world, you feel me? And then when you look at your counterpart, you want the same thing in your counterpart, you feel me? You don't want no fucking loving hip hop asshole. That's very true. Okay, go ahead, Rich. What are you all set on? Oh, man. What the fuck am I all set on? I'm all set on bitches thinking they little pussies gonna run the world. And make this shit rotate. What bitch did this shit to Rich? Because he's a mad about somebody. Nah, I just, I'm not even mad. It just be like, I just want, like, shorty, like, be realistic. Like, be a great all-around person. Like, and, and be, be, a, be someone that brings real things to the table. Like, y'all be thinking this little sex is going to, like, hold it down. Like, because you, you're pretty or because you whatever. Like, it's so, life is so much deeper than this shit, man. I just be, I just be like, bitch, grow, dude. I understand niggas that be in relationships and they be like, yo, my bitch haven't given me no box. Yeah, and why are you there, bro? You think it's be, yo, niggas just wear those. Like, yo, you gonna sit there and not have, and deal with a bitch that's not fucking you and all that shit? Like, for what? Like, after about a week or two, you acting stupid with the sex? Man, that shit about to dwindle, bitch. Anyway, what you all set on? Kelly, what you all set on? I'm all set on, let me think of something right now, because I'm all that on a lot of shit. <laughs> um, so basically, I feel like I'm all set on people pressing quarantine. Like, I just feel like this. This is what the fuck is up, all right? Let me be very clear with you. If I post and I'm with my friends and you feel like, oh my God, you're the reason why everyone's dying, shut the fuck up. No, I'm not, and it's not that deep. Let me explain something to you. What's up with the shaming everybody been doing? Like, the, the um, the, everybody's a fucking social distancing fucking no, expert God, now. and wanna... my fucking nerves. If you come on my page with that bullshit, like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this. Bitch, you're going to get blocked. I'm a fucking grown-ass woman, and I'm very aware of what I need to do for my own health and for the health of people around me. I'm an adult. If you don't like it, log off and unfollow. But stay, don't tell me that shit. It's annoying. Especially because when you look at the numbers, COVID-19 is not hitting no different than anything else that's been fucking hitting. So kill it. And that's all I'm all set on. <laughs> um, now we can move, in, move on to the book of the week. And I'm really upset because what I try to do is, because I have very bad memory, I try to share with you guys the last book that I read. And that's usually what I, um, you know, try to advocate for. But... I can't do that this week because the last book that I read was my very first fiction book. And if you know me, if you know me, you know that I don't read fiction books at all. But um, my sister is incarcerated. <laughs> I know. Incarcerated people love fiction books. Incarcerated people <laughs> love fiction books. <laughs> and she fact. is only permitted books that are um, I mean, um, uh, donated. Okay. So they only get donations. So all the books that are donated are the ones she gets shift through and choose. So me and my sister are very close. If anyone knows me, they know my little sister is my best friend. She's the love of my life. Live for her. And the, the book that I picked up, a book that she was reading, it was about 400 pages and it was 50 chapters. But it was a fiction book by Harlan Coben. 
And when I did my research on him, he's a very, very, very big fiction book um, author. And I read the book and it was very good. It was a good mystery book. It was Harlan Coben. It was called Just One Look. But it was 50, like I said, 50 chapters and 400 pages, which really pushed me to my reading limit because I've been speed reading, but speed reading don't mean shit when you're looking at 50 fucking chapters. <laughs> but um, I will say this. It, it made me feel excited. It, it reminded me of watching my shows. So I will, I mean, you know, it feels good to watch your show, but when you're reading it and you feel like you're actually like working that brain muscle, it, it's better. So if I had to choose between reading a book or watching a movie, I'd, I'd read the book. But anyways, I just feel like I'm, I'm falling short on y'all because I can't... The, the last book I read, like I said, it was fiction. But it was really good. I mean, it was a good mystery book. The bitch, her niggas cheating on her. She got to figure out what's going on. But it's really... Um, it's real bougie. Like, lawyers are involved and who did what. And I never even heard of he him before. He was kidnapped and murdered and all this. So it was a good drama. It was very juicy and it kept That's me intrigued. Crazy. But Harlan Coben is a big, big, big author. That's weird. I never even seen his books before. So, anyways, that's my book of the week. Um, I'm not she really gonna read. push it, but make sure you read something. And shout out to free my nigga, free Lexi. Like, get on my sister out so we can chill. But um, until then, that is my book of the week. Yeah, free Lexi. Free Lexi. Um, anything else anybody wanna add? Yo, buy some fucking merch. Worldset.com. <laughs> Subscribe to the to the everything. If Follow you're my IG. friend and you don't have a hat, fuck you. If you ain't, yo, no disrespect, but disrespect for these SMD, if you fuck with me and you haven't saluted and you haven't shot with me, because all my niggas that have any type of product, street shit, anything, I done spent money with y'all. So y'all niggas can't order a fucking $6 coffee mug, SMD, <laughs> capital, capital letters on that. That's dead ass. I'm not yeah. playing. I'm dead ass fucking um, serious. And we retooled the site. The site is all free shipping now, so get at me. Yeah, shout out to Rich. He... He makes sure, like, the infrastructure, like, all that shit is handled. So, yeah, like, make sure y'all niggas order. Like, damn, it takes five seconds. Well, thank y'all niggas for tapping in. You know what I mean? Oh, the um, yo, if anybody wanna um, you wanna ask us, you wanna submit questions, or anything, we gonna have a link available on the bottom of the description of the podcast. Um, hit the link. You can ask us whatever your your, your question will be. Part of the show next episodes. Just holler at us and all that. Yeah, you know I mean, y'all have a good night, good evening, and all that. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to us. We out of here. Bye. Boop, boop.